wouldn't go as far as to say the Newsoms were cursed, but... All right, they were pretty much cursed. The last three generations of Newsoms, including her father, had been killed in the line of duty. Her uncle was all that she had left, and he ran the city with an iron fist. As far as the people of this city were concerned, she didn't exist. To the little family she had left, she didn't exist either. Serafina Newsom was a ghost. To her mind, that invisibility made her the perfect candidate to go undercover and find the key evidence to put away Hogan for life. Rumors of a ledger containing Hogan's unsavory business dealings had long swirled through the precinct hallways. The rumors were fueled by the fierce opposition he'd shown when his financial records had been subpoenaed during the tossed-out murder trial. Added to the fact that Hogan was cocky as hell, and low-level informants had reported seeing the ledger, she knew it existed. His secrets were written on those pages. Not secrets that would take him off the street, not the conventional way, at least. Information was invaluable in this neighborhood, and she could use the names in that ledger to implode his operation from the inside out, bringing Hogan's operation down square on its head. As soon as she'd felt confident enough that gaining possession of the ledger would be the key to outing Collins' murderer, she'd taken a personal week off of work. Citing the upcoming three-year anniversary of her brother's death as the reason, and she'd gone undercover without a direct order from her uncle. When this was over, she'd never again wear a badge, but she'd have bagged a murderer, and then she would disappear. Sarah set down both plates of meatloaf in front of two burly male customers, whose earlier loud conversation had devolved into subdued undertones with Hogan's appearance, never letting Hogan out of her peripheral vision. Ever since he'd arrived, Dooley's lively buzz had been switched off like a light bulb, customers poking at their meals absently apparently unconcerned about the pall he'd cast over the crowd, Hogan sat with one arm draped over his chair, focusing on the UFC match raging on the ancient television. Hogan's four-man crew stomped into the bar, making the sixth sense that ran in her family ping. Hogan leaned against the bar, gesturing animatedly as he spoke to the bartender. His friends laughed on cue, and some of the customers began to relax. Hogan, his youthfulness beginning to fade along with his good looks, tossed back a shot of whiskey. He turned as he plunked the glass down on the bar, catching her eye across the dining room floor. Instead of cringing under his interest, Sarah smiled back and sailed toward the kitchen, conscious of his hard gaze on her. Everything happened quickly after that. There was a loud crack as Dooley's front door was kicked open. A man walked in, sweatshirt hood pulled low over his face, gun raised and pointed at Hogan. Every patron in the bar hit the floor as if it were a middle school earthquake drill. Sarah reached toward her hip for a weapon that wasn't there. Hogan threw himself behind one of the four men who joined him just in time for the man to take the bullet in his stead. The wounded man fell with a shocked curse. 
still shielding Hogan, who followed him to the wooden floor, scrambling for his gun. Hogan's other men wasted no time removing their own weapons, issuing threats at the already retreating gunmen, who managed to make it out the door before they could fire a single shot. What had she just witnessed? An assassination attempt on Hogan? For a moment, she felt frozen to the spot, reeling at the fact that Hogan's life had almost been stolen from her. Justice for Colin did not include such an easy way out. No, it would have been unacceptable. Years of heartache, months of work, all for nothing. It had been so close, too close. The sight of blood broke Sarah out of her stupor. It was everywhere splattered on the mirror behind the bar, the ground, the man who lay on his back clutching his upper chest. Before her conscious mind processed her actions, Sarah moved toward the man, shoving aside the group of useless bystanders. She might have quit nursing to become a cop, but the oath she'd taken wouldn't allow her to stand by while someone died.